0: Wait,
1: what's the- welcome 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 to another episode of conscious reconstruction i am the host with the most aka tony melbourne um we had to take a slight break due to uh some scheduling issues yeah I like that scheduling issues but um we are here um back again i'm joined with ash and the lovely trina they are uh, gracing me with their presence today and uh, wonderful insight on all these wonderful topics that we have for you guys. Um, I think first to go is um, the Senate. Yeah, yeah, capitals and riots and everything. So the first guy f- was officially sentenced to um eight months for felony rioting. I don't know it. If that's a long time or not a long time, that's a lot of messages. Your mama
0: ain't here, <laughs> so this is right. I and like, it, I'm like, Grandma, who is she
1: I don't know what's going on.
0: Grandma, what's
2: going on with this. your
0: Grandma? She got a wonderful, fruitful life, right? She be living. She
1: now. don't even use her. That's,
0: listen. You know how many notifications on niggas be having? Ninety nine thousand. Like and, I didn't even know you could get ninety nine thousand. Don't know how they
1: get to none And
0: uh, how you respond to this. Let's start by clicking on it.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, you know what? Let's get to the rise in a second. Let me tell you about me having to show my grandmother how to uh, get to text messages.
0: On her phone? Really? Oh,
1: my God. Someone sent her a picture.
2: hmm
1: And it's another older woman that sent her a picture. So the older woman at first sent the picture to the wrong number, to the house phone. <laughs> your mom your did so she didn't get the message cause obviously you sent it to a house phone <laughs> why did you send it to the house phone
3: you, <laughs> sure you get a message you
2: sent it to the house
1: phone. I don't know what this old lady got but I know she sent it to our house phone
2: <laughs> we
0: can't see picture messages through a landline
1: yeah, got so, you. then I got her my grandmother's cell phone number she sends the message I think that I'm done now you got the message I should be able to leave how you get to the mess? Um, <laughs> why are y'all texting? If you don't know how to text, why don't you just email this to you? You don't email. <laughs> you you get all kinds of emails and be in there all day. Why don't you just do that? But no, she no. cannot do that, man.
0: I don't know why. It- My mother would call text messages emails like for the longest time. How you send this email? No. Ma'am, you worked at AT&T for 30 plus years. You know how to send a fucking email. I am confusion. <laughs> Help me. Help me understand. You know what? We laugh now, but one day we're going to be just as
3: clueless.
1: I don't think so. I feel like I as long as you stay engaged with technology, you're pretty current. She just never took the time to, like, want a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, she was anti-cell phone forever until, like, my grandfather passed in 2006. Cell phones have been out for quite a while (laughs) before 2006. We were coming on the cusp of smartphones, and so she missed all of the, like, getting adjusted to every incremental, like, change and, like, adjusting to that and dealing with that. So now she's just at smartphones has no idea what to do. It's just like a touchscreen device. It's just like, I don't know what any of this is.
0: Yeah, I don't think we're going to have that problem because, like you said, we so up on how to be on trend. trend i don't think that's gonna be a problem have to face now keeping up with like cultural oh. stuff might be something
3: i mean i don't really know how to make a tiktok video
0: yeah i'm gonna have my daughter help me out with that one <laughs> i'm gonna have her do all the shits and be like yeah give me acclimated right
3: i'm just like you know instagram and facebook is enough for me and i barely be on there now mm-hmm. it's kind of like i think i'm getting to that stage where i'm like I can't
0: do all of this shit. I don't want to be on TikTok. I don't want nobody to see my face or me just lips. I don't know. I <laughs> That's have, not who I am as a person. <laughs> right. Have Taking you, a picture of a selfie, I can do that when I feel like it. Right. But being uh, on TikTok
1: Have you ever been on Musical.ly? Mm-mm.
0: Riley was.
1: Musical.ly? Yeah.
2: It's um,
0: like with TikTok, you know how to be lip syncing? It yeah.
1: was just with that mostly. It, realistically, <laughs> it is TikTok. TikTok yeah. turned it, Musical.ly turned into TikTok it and i mean like literally like mm-hmm. it, it went from musically into tiktok all the musically accounts transferred over to tiktok it just became a new app and so it's music that's why i said if you knew musically because then if you know that you're pretty accustomed to it like sure there's been new iterations of tiktok but you would at least have like a basis to like yeah. be jumping from but if you no idea what musically is then i don't know why i know what musically is i was I mean because realistically musically was targeted for like Riley age kids like Ash said like her daughter was on it like that it wasn't for me I just knew that this was you the next thing to
0: go over your lips and get to it.
1: I would never be on it like to do it I just knew that okay as like a marketer <laughs> this is the next place what? that all the people are gonna congregate to to like do marketing and things like that. And yeah that's to, the
0: only thing I can see that's useful for what I'm starting to see now is another form of marketing but but I don't so want to be, be in yeah of course I don't want to have to like like I said lip syncing and dancing and all this shit but I can see other useful ways for it now I'm starting to see like oh this is a contender for real and um, if I decide to go to social media route to expand things I'm, TikTok just gonna have to be one of those things to be on yeah
1: yeah nice. <laughs> that's definitely it's just a bigger platform what i want to start doing is getting back into like my original bag of like being on like the app stores and Mm -hmm. just seeing what are the most downloaded and this is like an inside tip for y'all you can go to the app store and see like what are the most like their top 10 and things like that. And obviously you'll see like the Facebooks and shit like that Mm -hmm. but then you'll start to see like different apps and things like that and so you just kind of engage with them all and see which ones are holding the most attention of the younger people? That's probably going to be the one that's the most successful.
0: I wonder about that now because I'm gonna say being on social media ain't my strongest suit, especially now, like now that I have stuff to do on social media like that. Um, and I wonder now, like i would say, Playboy Cardi, for example, where he don't use his social media to promote anything really. Like, he might be on Instagram every once in a while, but he not really heavy on there. Not really heavy on Twitter. Now I'm wondering, like, is social media really that hyped up to be to get your name out there? Uh, I've yeah. contemplated this. Like, do I have to go this route? Because
1: well, I'm not... <clears throat> I'm I really big on... I would say initially. Mm-hmm. In the beginning. And then you can choose to, like, taper off. But I would say Playboy Carter was probably more active
2: mm-hmm.
1: when he first, like, got known like saying more just like outlandish things just being more of a character and like getting people like to follow him and now he can just kind of like well you already know who I am so I don't have to like continuously be that caricature you can
3: right. get people to run your Instagram after a while even, sure, even in, in the it. beginning
0: yeah. yeah I just don't know if my like my heart and not into that shit and I'm at the space where it's like I know it's a tool. I know it can be an effective tool, but is that the tool that
1: I want to use in my toolbox? See, I want to find a manager that can effectively use that tool because I know that's not a tool inside my toolbox that I am have real desire to use, but yeah. I recognize its usefulness. I'm like, I then I need to find someone that is, like, adept at that, that is, like also, like, interested in doing that as, like...
0: Right, because, like, if we kept it 100, we don't want to do it. <laughs> we don't want to do it, and I keep, like, wanting to in my head, because I think I have to, and I don't think I want to put myself in situations, like, it's, like, with social media, like, I have to do that, and I know that's not my strong suit, is having to do to be constant, because they feel ingenuine to me, for real. Yeah. Like, constantly, like, look at me, and I'm not a... Look at me, person. So for me to do that, I feel like it's just going against everything that's a part of me. So that's why I'm like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? I know that's not our
1: strongest suit as a company, for real. Like, yeah, that's why I want. That's that's why I'm like, you know, there, that's probably someone that I want to bring in because none of us are really like. Super like, hey, let me just be on social media all day and like, yeah, be like invested in that world and like, it just creating
0: content in that type yeah. of
1: way. It's just not, it's not what I like to do. Uh,
0: none of us like to do. Yeah, it yeah, that doesn't. And I get me. myself hyped up for it. I'm gonna get it. I'm like, mm. <laughs> that's not what I want to do. Especially with all the other stuff that I have to do. It definitely get like pushing in the back burner. Like I know it's, it'll help us, but now I'm just really contemplating like. I have
2: to <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the biggest fight
1: do. I'm like you know Me and Charles Gotta actually have a sit down And talk about that Cause he keeps talking to me About Facebook And I'm like you know The original Sam's Club stuff Is tied to my Personal Facebook So what we should do Realistically is have him If he's gonna be the like Tech guy Just create all the things And then Log login for all of them Give us all that information And then we could all Utilize that Or Have a manager And then they have all this information and utilize yeah. that, but I think that would probably be the best way: is just starting fresh and creating one for each one. And
2: we'll
0: talk about it more later. But
1: I've know. just been contemplating, them like it's been a whole year, and I'm just like, we gotta have this talk
0: for real because I don't know. <laughs> I don't, and I'm not gonna keep lying to y'all. Like I want to, like I'm gonna do it. I'm
1: not. (laughs) Hey, no shit. I'm not gonna hold you. I be starting trends. (laughs) Like I was like, all right, I'm gonna do the weekly or the daily music thing, and I set a timer for that. And I be seeing the timer go off. Be like post shovels and stuff about the music. I be like. I don't really want to go on social media. It's, I don't yeah. want to do that today. Like, today's not that day for me. That's
0: not something, like, I'm not on my Facebook for real anymore.
1: Nah, uh, just, I'm yeah, no, i You've I'm
0: never not. been on there for real. And like I said, now of my life has completely changed. I don't feel the need to be on there. Like, I was on there pretty often and, and I'm just like, there's no point in me being here. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I have other stuff to do. Yeah, and, like, niggas that be on there all day, you be like...
1: Are you getting paid? Because if you're not getting paid, I don't understand what you're doing. And now like I the see niggas that's that getting paid, I get it. I feel it. I feel it hundred and ten percent. But you if you're have not to getting engaged. paid,
0: now. I don't even be doing that. Like Mm-mm. I see it, it's my thing. I'm like, it's the same shit. It's the same shit to me. Even on yeah. Instagram, like it's the same shit to me. Every day, day in, day out. I'm like, I ain't got work to do. It's nothing here for me for real. And the niggas that just be on there just on there, you be like you, you ain't tired of seeing the same shit. It's the same. Like I said, it's funny when they want to be funny.
2: Yeah,
0: it's entertaining when you want to be entertained for whatever time you have a space in your day. But now that I'm seeing, like shit is garbage for my mind. You know,
1: what do y'all think is going to be the next iteration of like interacting with the internet? Because right, it went from like you go to a very specific place like you open a browser you type in the website that you want to go to and you go to a very specific place and either you're engaging with that or you're it was very niche <clears throat> mm-hmm. then kinda of shifted to where most websites have some form of like social media esque aspect to them where they want you to build community and share their and or shopping and crafts what do you think it's going to take us now. Because like obviously social media is like the main thing and then shopping is the periphery of that and so it's like the crafts because that's still oh look what we created and things like that. So I just kind of wonder you know, where what do you think it's going to go? You
3: know where I think it's headed? I think you're going to have to start paying for a lot of these apps. I think that's what's going to end up happening. Because they're getting more and more commercialized as we go for Kicking off sex workers, freaking like
1: blocking certain words like just I don't know well I don't know if we'll have to pay for them just because of how lucrative the ad model is for them right now Yeah, I think if it ever becomes an issue of that they're struggling for new um new users then they might try and institute some like charging other people that are there. Because the advertisers are going to go where, like, obviously the new people are coming in, like, the freshest eyes and things like that. If you already have this audience that you've tapped already. I'm not pretty, I'm not super interested in this stagnant group where there's, like, growth and, like, life over here or something, doing something else, so. I could see them charging if they start losing, like, growth, but right now everybody's joining a social media or you know what's crazy? You know what social media disappeared? Mm. Or we no don't want to talk about? Clubhouse.
3: I was gonna mention that.
1: Niggas was hella
0: excited about that shit, I'm like. I
3: was mad, I couldn't get on, like,
0: F I guess every, every iPhone, you just got tired of talking to every iPhone. Cause it just sounded like, oh, we can no. just get to speak it out loud now. It you got, can speak out your uh, comment, that's what you're doing. Making a joke.
1: I would say the novelty of it wore off once you, like, started letting everybody in which is counterintuitive to like what they wanted. Yeah, the whole
0: name is fucking Clubhouse. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was confused. I'm like, it's called Clubhouse, but then you're going to make it public one day. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird, but you know.
1: And then people started like (laughs) screen recording conversations and posting them online. And so So now it's a thing. (laughs) And then Twitter was like, you know what? We'll add this feature as well. How about that? If y'all want to talk, y'all can talk over here. We already got these accounts and these followers. <laughs> so, there was also that.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, we knew that shit was the next
0: think, but I'm not sure where things are gonna go. I know for, as far as like, people controlling a platform and having some sorts of regulation for it, which kind of defeats the purpose of what the internet was created for and what Facebook was created for and what Instagram was created for. Now they turn it into these things where they added more regulation, which I guess would be, you know, more of a socially responsible thing to do. But i also see the other side of it where people are not going to really want to engage too much on it because your privacy is a million one percent at risk for real. Mm -hmm. And it might form another developed way where people are going to go Maybe trying to transition back to a mid, like a more analog thing. I don't think it's gonna go away completely, but I do see kind of like more of an underground thing kind of happening. Only because it's so much stifling that's going on, and people gonna get tired of talking about cat videos and shit like that. And honestly, the the more internet that you gonna be exposed to, the more questions you are gonna have if you had a type of mind, first of all. And clearly, these platforms ain't gonna really provide that for you. They to keep it kind of, you know, a little bit more lighthearted content, I'll say. And you're going to have to figure out how to get your information from somewhere else, especially like even with um like Torrington. You can't do that shit no more. You have to find something else to do. I don't I don't even know how the to get music no more because that was the last word my chapter left off. But now I'm just kind of seeing like I think it's going to be I think it's going to be people more trying to like. Evolve kind of more of an analog way to kind of communicate their ideas to each other, and be out here. I think people are gonna kind of get tired of it, especially content creators.
3: Oh, they already are. Have-
0: yeah, cause now you got to figure out That's well.
3: On a Patreon and
0: um. Mhm.
3: Things like that. Like I love the a, a Discord. Like when you talk about anything Patreon, whether or not so. You know, regulated and you can't say this, can't say that. That's what YouTube is kind of
2: turning into.
0: It's kind of like, oh. Yeah, they don't really want any more of, you know, like I said, I get it, having to be a little bit more socially responsible, but that's not why any of this was fucking
1: created. You yeah. know what I mean? I think YouTube has gotten to the point that it's like Disney.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: That is so big that they are worried about the niche audience anymore or niche I don't know which way you're supposed to say it Um, but they're not worried about that anymore they're like we have the globe Mm -hmm. so anyone that doesn't fit like the polished version that like doesn't like give us any type of like negativity you can go and if you don't want to go you're going to be uber censored or like kind of shoved to side. Yeah.
3: That's why i people turn to podcasting too.
1: I like Patreon, but it makes sense that it's a little more free because it's behind a paywall. Once you're willing yeah. once someone says, "Hey, I'm paying for this content." It's a little a little less risk of them being like, "Hey, I'm mad that this is a content that's being produced cuz they are actively involved in like the funding of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Mm-hmm. Oh, no, go
3: ahead. I'm sorry.
1: And I was gonna say, whereas on like YouTube, people just put post things, and then it's like, well, you guys kind of get funding from YouTube, and so if YouTube fills away, YouTube kind of has that like that leverage to be like, no, we're not doing this. You jeopardize our money. Where it, there's no like jeopardizing Patrons' money, you can just stop um, investing in this, this creator that you don't like.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing a lot more of that. Obviously, everyone is, but um, I don't know where it's going. I'm not sure. I wonder about the things that I have to say, and I don't think I know what a lot I've seen in the news is like journalism has turned to getting their news from Facebook in order to report on the news. It's weird, like, how, like, like with COVID everybody's opinion like before you would have some separation between what people on social media or YouTube would be saying and what the news were reporting on now it's like they're going back here and then kind of like getting information from the people and then they can address these issues or these conversations on the news so I'm like that's not journalism I don't think (laughs) I don't think this is journalism at all to be honest like I I don't see that but now I'm just kind of seeing how these things are meshing together
1: the news thinks it's too slow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or maybe we think the news is too slow to allow them the space to really do what it takes to do like real journalism because we already like feel like we've done all the investigating and like the Twitter research. And so if they wait to like really investigate and do real research which might take weeks or months and then come back with something we've probably already made our decision and are no longer interested in this topic and moved on yeah
0: because they ratings is like
1: but i don't think and that i don't think the news should be like i don't know if the news should be a government entity Mm -hmm. because then i feel like there's a lot of like propaganda and things like that so i feel like free press always needs to be a thing but i also feel like It shouldn't be so heavily tied on ratings like it is because
0: yeah, because that what what do ratings ratings ultimately that you care about viewership. If y'all ever get a chance to watch this movie called Nightcrawler, it'll show you that exact. That's a great movie. I love Lou Bloom. He was insane, but also it showed like how the news is like paying these men to go out and capture really fucked up situations and like how he's really good at capturing fucked up situations and how like she didn't give a fuck about she just wanted the ratings like she was watching like i forget i think it was like a shootout or something she's like oh my god this is so beautiful and he made millions like he started his own company he hired like other people to do it oh yeah it was crazy great movie but also, like you said, you, now you're getting tied up to, like, viewership. But, like,
1: why would you want... <laughs> <And> <laughs> why
0: yes. does this matter? I sound so sleazy.
1: Yeah, and so it's like, I don't understand... I don't know how to fix the issue, mm-hmm. really, because <clears throat> with free press is inherently, like, you have to make your money and then there's competition with other, like, outlets. And so if the outlet that has no integrity is going to just constantly like go to social media and beat you to every topic and just kind of regurgitate what is already being said. You lose out, so then you kind of have to play the game. And so I don't really know what the, I feel like YouTube is kind of useful in that regard where you have like independent like journalism and like, yeah. New and information sources.
3: It is, but at the same time, like, I know people that have been in real shit and they get shadow banned all the time. They get freaking blabbed all the time. It's kind of like, like what you said they want YouTube to be Disney. World. Well,
1: so what I would say is you have to approach YouTube recognizing that I. I'm going to report on the content, but I have to kind of remove any, anything that's not factual or like that's flair really. Like most of it has to just kind of be like, if I say something that is in my culture more acceptable, but at large is a more unacceptable term or phrase, YouTube's probably not going to fuck with it so I have to change my vernacular. Right. I yeah. That. And so I think that that's a lot of what people don't want to do necessarily because I also get that hey that's but,
3: but, you but, diluting
1: and changing my content.
3: But but at the same time, yeah, you're right, but I know, you know, there's a review channel that I watch. They got flat you know, and they were talking about, you know, these are old videos. So they don't go by the new regulation and they have to go back. Mind you, years and years of content be like, well, I got to change this, got to change that. And then there's other big YouTubers that almost got their their stuff shut down because of, you know, the new regulations. It's just gotten ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't use YouTube anymore but to promote something to hopefully get somebody else in another space. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what I would see for all platforms. Like, I would understand now. Like, it's just for, yeah, okay, I'll play by those rules. Cause like Tony said, you could go. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I accept that answer. <laughs> but now I'm seeing like, I wouldn't go on there to put sensitive information. I would try to get somebody to go yeah. somewhere else. Like now, I think the algorithm. Somebody was saying like, if your video, your video's got to be around ten minutes for you to get to the higher
1: algorithm. That's enough space to advertise for something else, basically. Yeah, yeah if you need a 10-minute video, they mm-hmm. want you to be fairly consistent. Like, And it doesn't have to be consistent on like a daily thing. But let's say you post every Tuesday. Right. Post every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. The algorithm likes consistency and repetitiveness. So that's when it's going to say, hey, on Tuesdays, this is what's out. Yeah. So your thing is going to be posted out on Tuesdays because this is what you do. So as long as you're consistent it flows with that. So, I mean, I see the flaws in YouTube, mm-hmm. but I also recognize that it there's a lot of advantages if you're not super worried about.
0: Right, if you're not using it as a, if you're, I'm not saying everybody using it as a soapbox,
1: but that's the basic thing I could think of. Yeah, if you're not really using it as a soapbox or trying to get your um, own agenda off in a certain way, mm-hmm it's still extremely useful and a valuable tool yeah like you can like i i follow a couple of channels um that are just it started off just being purely geared towards like the lakers mm-hmm. um i watched them grow in like viewership is he has a him and his whole little team of just random people they got in contact with uh a guy from the wwe that likes um the nba and so it was covid last year so they had him on talking about the games and the bubble and everything like that mm-hmm. um and then now they have a second channel they're up to about five thousand um subscribers on the new channel and it, but it's and that's in a month and a half or a month and a week about five weeks that i've watched this new channel be up and so i'm like Mm, nah you can still get it on YouTube I yeah, watched yeah. another guy know what the dude that be on here drunk that I show y'all oh, Okay, his channel it's the same thing it's that same progression so I'm like alright so if you choose to play the game of YouTube you can be successful it's when you want to play your own game but want to do it on YouTube and then they're mad because YouTube doesn't let you is when you're not successful and so that's right. kind of why I was like well you could leave because there's plenty of other platforms that are out there that you could go to to do what you want to do.
0: Right, because now at that point you have to figure out what's more important: you saying what you gotta say or getting attention for what you gotta say. Yeah. Because at this point we all know <laughs> you might not get attention for what you gotta say. Yeah. So
1: now you gotta figure out
0: what your values is. Yeah, because
1: you can go to Discord and you say whatever, whatever you want to say. And, yep. Well,
0: yeah,
3: I didn't say. It. Yeah, I'm just. I was
1: just saying, you know, the flaws in YouTube, I know, I'm just saying that. You have to decide if you want to stay on YouTube or not. Yeah. But anyway, back with these riots. Oh, yeah, these rights. Yeah. Do y'all think eight months is enough time for uh, no. storming the Capitol?
2: No.
3: Nope.
1: How long do you think you should get?
3: That's a federal offense, isn't it? And It's yeah. a federal building. Should at least get two years for that. Like, I don't understand, like, eight months? No, no.
1: no. I'm going to do six and get probation. Is Hopefully, I get of, to stay in here for the winter.
3: It's an act of terrorism, isn't it? So let's treat it like it.
1: Is it? I don't know. I don't.
3: I, Storming I wasn't building afraid. And they were planning on hurting some of the Senate, Senate. Like, they really wanted to take over that building. They ended up hurting the police officers. Of <laughs> and then they and then he stormed the what Capitol. What the fuck are they
0: going to do? Huh? Mm-hmm. I was just wanting to know, like, what was they planning of taking over the Capitol. Well, here now. I well, who <laughs> get the,
3: the fuck out of here. He hurt or kill some people. I
0: do know. I just want to know what they was gonna do when I got there. You don't know shit. You just angry. You emotional and angry. You just gonna tell people how angry you was, and go home so angry. I <laughs> thought they were having
1: They stormed the Capitol, and then the police came and, and, and said, "I break it, no it up." Yep
2: and, and they was then gonna go back home. at
1: night they broke it up and then <laughs> the try to get, get to be on here forever. my thing is why did y'all let them just go home instead of arresting all of them um true.
0: I'm confused that's what I said yeah. I don't know man that shit eight months state. is
1: not a long time because what you only have to do like I think it's like 80% of your time in federal prison
2: mm-hmm.
1: so you, what you looking at like Six months, something like that. That's about I I can so I go away half a year and I storm the Capitol. I'm sorry you're storming buildings <laughs> and then taking little <laughs> vacations. <laughs> man, what you about to do, man? I'm about to go storm this building real My quick. Name. And <laughs> so then you know, your belly. You know, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get <laughs> That wife chatted on me. How long you did You know I did that little six months, man. Yeah, I did six.
0: And this nigga don't eat. Six, six hard, hard ones. The, fuck with the food. His mom gonna send him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, no,
1: they probably got a good kitchen. I'm gonna go to the Martha Stewart prison. That's what federal prison is. Martha Stewart prison. What? the Martha Stewart, Stewart prison. Did not check out about my? Uh, my relative's experience in prison. <laughs> I, I had to decide how uh, honest I want to be on this, this episode. But yeah, my relative's uh, m- more recent experience in prison, how they had, like, little iPads and could watch movies and shit. What? Yeah.
0: Damn, prison become uncomfortable. Well, he was in federal prison. And he had an iPad, he had a little tiny tablet.
1: Yeah, he was like, it's like, uh, it's like, it's like you're not even in jail as long as you're in that movie because you just get into it and everything. Like, <laughs> You, I mean, yeah, you, you back no. in there once you once the movie and over everything, but, <laughs> but, you know. But that shit, I think you just watch another movie. You just watch another movie
0: What is that called? The school to, what is it? The pipeline? What is it called?
1: Yeah, the prison to school pipeline. It was uh, some the, school to school prison. prison. pipeline. Yeah, it is. Yeah, school I mean to that prison. that
0: shit real comfortable for niggas that never want to leave? Yeah. <laughs> you don't got to grow up in prison. You can stay a boy forever.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Oh, yes, you wow. can stay on social
1: media and do all that you shit. You
0: can do all that shit. You can get your bitches Oh my fucking God. Ain't nobody going harder than a nigga in jail trying to get a bitch.
3: And they be on Tinder and shit now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? How are you supposed to
0: swipe right on a nigga that can't leave?
3: <laughs> no, nah,
1: nah, just keep writing until I get out, baby.
0: Keep writing, girl. You know, you making everything better. Hold on. I hate all of them.
1: Alright, we are back. We took a short break because uh, life happens and don't mind your business. Mind your business. But anyway, we're going to move on to something that is a lot more wild than the riots. And I know you're thinking, what could be more wild than a riot on the Capitol building? How about a 17-year-old boy sneaking into your daughter's bedroom and then you catching them and then them killing you? because that's what we're about to talk about right now. So yeah, in this story, a 17-year-old boy, McQuitter, a Quiter, was um, coming to see a young girl, 14-year-old, um, Hamilton, Miss Hamilton. Um, and so he brought himself a ladder, and, and this isn't the first time. He had uh, previously visited her at her apartment with her family, um, with said ladder. And so he brought the ladder to the home and proceeded to get caught by the father. And then him and the father and the daughter all went downstairs to have a conversation with all the parents, the grandma, the mom, the dad. And then the parents start talking to the daughter and then suddenly there's shots being fired. And then now the father is dead. Now isn't that wild? Much more wild than uh any capital rod because that could happen to anybody. Yeah. I've snuck into people's houses. I'm not gonna lie. I've been one of the people to say, Hey, you know? You want me to come over? Oh your parents are there? I gotta wait till what time? Of course. How I'm gonna get in? <laughs> are you gonna leave this window open? Thank you. Alright.
3: Oh, I used
1: to sneak inside all the time. Too. Climb straight through the window.
2: <laughs> and I used hey. to go
1: out the window, too. And hey, right out the window, too, yeah. Right back out the way I came in.
0: No, okay. I should have read it. No one's ever gotten through through a window into <laughs> my house
1: yeah, just, to have sex with me. I just sneak <clears throat> past their parents' bedroom um, On down the hallway. Was second. Oh, you've never been in my house. So theirs is on the first floor. No, this was a ranch-style house, so... All uh-huh, the bedrooms were on the up, same floor. The master
0: was on the first floor. Usher was upstairs. Nah. And guess what? It was no door, so you could just be super on that door. Yeah. Do one of these and go upstairs.
1: But yeah, nah. yeah, no, I was, um, all the doors would be closed in the house, and then I would just be down the hall. smacking cheeks. down, yeah, smacking cheeks, and I could never imagine
2: Excuse being me.
1: the being the guy that breaks into somebody else's house because that's what I'm doing I'm breaking <laughs> into another person's house mm-hmm. to go have sex with their daughter quietly into the night yes, this quietly. nigga tried to I uh, can't I'm not waiting my, to have a
0: pistol
1: my gun to come and like accost you, sir. I <laughs> recognize that I'm the wrong one in this situation, so if you want me to leave... I'ma leave. If it's fist and feet time, <laughs> I get it, because hey, I'm trying to dig down your daughter. You probably go all kinds Wildly, of strong ways yeah, about if you this. You were not invited.
0: You said you're not invited. That's number one. She's not, not an invited. adult. So she can either, she, I don't even feel she don't like she get house. to
1: make the decision. Everybody wrong. I don't care what none of y'all think. Why are you here? <laughs> I, and so I get all of that, and I could never imagine being like, you know what? I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> Damn. you wrong, nigga. You wrong for asking no, me. Dad? Could you, you imagine wrong. your uh, any guy you brought in just shooting your mom? No,
3: just be like,
1: you please. get. Hey, hey, no, like, cause you said you got caught. Yeah. Imagine getting you get caught, them arguing, and then the gun comes out. Now they shooting. Involved.
3: I'm like, what the hell is this?
1: How do you feel in that situation? Are you sad? Awful.
3: Cause I just wanted some penis. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it started out like this. <laughs> it started out like this. Like any other boy, century. I'm just a, a girl, seventeen. I just wanted some penis. It's not dick yet. It's penis. No.
0: Right. It, it, uh, <laughs> Stop forcing itself in and out your home. Uh, Cause teenage sex just be the wildest adventure. It's no technique for real, for no, real it's not. you You no just rhythm. excited to be doing this. I just felt his Oh, his, oh my his, god, his, what? what? And this nigga like, nigga, <laughs> we ain't never stopping. And y'all both be like, Yeah, you right. We should risk a life for
2: this. <laughs> yeah,
1: and so Imagine now him risking like, fuck it, the dad called us, he mad? I'm, I'm mad too. Him. What? Huh? What? You gonna shoot my dad? <laughs> you can never fuck me again. We're not talking. We're not stealing anymore. Imagine he hurt somebody at the door and he just
3: took out his pistol. He's like, what the fuck? What is, is going dad? on? What are
1: you doing? <laughs> no. You're not the one that pulls the piss off in this situation.
0: they just supposed to hide it. You're supposed mm-hmm. to take this ass whooping and it's supposed to be a funny story later on. Yeah. No one was supposed to die. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is a traumatic story that... What if Riley... Mm-hmm. And you caught a boy in Riley and now he got a gun we shooting what
0: the fuck <laughs> I understand the fight. I said it's right but I also understand
1: the dad be like alright bet." well then we the shooting, we then. shooting
0: then. <laughs> what I would hope that like hopefully that if I ever get a second chance of marriage again like he knows how to get a gun out of a hand in handle situation
1: a lot of niggas don't clearly like. I mean, but shit, if I was <laughs> yelling at my daughter and you just start shooting from the other end of the room, not a lot of time to get together. Yeah, the gun not a lot of time to defend yourself. So, no, all right, then yeah. yeah. Guess we're shooting now because you decided to shoot. You want to turn this into a wild wild west when you and just could have got your little butt book and, and you could have went home. Could have bowed out. Just the way that the story
0: yeah,
1: right.
3: goes, it
1: don't make sense for the dad to be the one that was shooting first. Like mm-hmm. they literally said that. They started talking to the fourteen-year-old, and then shooting occurred.
3: Oh, so he probably took them downstairs to talk to
1: him. Yeah, he took all of them downstairs. Unless so the, he showed
3: them his pistol. No, it's the
1: mom was there. The mom, the grandma, and the dad. Because oh, okay. like when you read it, it tells you the rest of the people that were there. When then she just said they turned to talk to the fourteen-year-old. So it's like it's probably the, the mother pulled the fourteen-year-old aside and started arguing with her about having dude in the house and. And there's now there's shots. What the fuck? Why are we shooting?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is not supposed to go like this.
3: What? I want to meet his family. Like y'all just y'all
0: be in that bitch wild west and I don't know. Like I'm not gonna lie, like my dad would be so quick. After a while, after he got his gun, would be so quick to grab his fucking gun <laughs> for like for like minor shit. Like I remember him and my brother was arguing and. I guess because my brother is now taller than my younger brother is now taller than my dad. I guess he must have felt disrespected that them niggas just was trying to fight each other. So his resort was I'm grabbing my gun. I'm like my mother was so stressed out cause she just didn't want obviously like her husband or her son getting shot I was like that's when I, I moved want out my
1: husband to shoot my son no. <clears throat> yeah that's
0: when I was out there. I'm like god
1: damn yeah, I I
3: live? <laughs> <laughs> we tried
0: to be part of a murder Shit. I was like what so that's still crazy do still have gun yeah he still got it ready to fucking shoot someone I'm like nigga, you don't need no gun. He one of them niggas that just every fucking situation he think requires his gun.
1: Not all of them. <laughs> I think you should have one, but I don't think it requires it's required for all situations. <laughs> I think he does. You know, murder man of death, but also. Yeah, no, I just thought that was something wild to just touch on. I was like, how did... when I was just scrolling because I was just looking at news for like topics to talk about, and then that just. Across cross my timeline, I was like, who the fuck breaks into somebody's house to sleep with their daughter and then murders the dad? What do you expect to happen besides prison and That's a ruining of your life? Like, you, the girl is gone, you don't have that anymore. <clears throat> You expect her to, like, stay by your side through the fact that you murdered her father?
0: You expect this 14-year-old girl to love you forever?
1: <laughs> How about that? How about, How about that? that? Let's talk about this 14-year-old <laughs> no girl. No girl. going to forget you. <laughs> she's she's going, going to forget, forget you. She can't now. Now she can't forget you, but now she's she not going to love you. you. She's not about to love you. But she never going to forget you. You made sure of that. But maybe now you didn't forget it, it, so she might have still remembered you forever. Yeah. But you now said, you... Now
0: you just... You a See, to me... Girl that's simping like niggas think like buying flowers and saying how you feel is simping no no this is a simp story right fucking here he don't know how to let go (laughs) of a girl and just kind of let her be nah you wanted to simp and you know play a big fucking role alright I call that nigga <laughs> a simp for real that to me is simping like All you right, did not see that
1: you too emotional over the vagina like
0: yeah you sir. didn't lost your fucking dignity over something that you didn't know was gonna last for fucking ever you don't even know like I get it when you fucking 17 and in love I don't know if I necessarily thought everything was gonna last forever but I knew I didn't want it to end you know what I mean yeah, yeah. so you, you already like, know. know how it is like oh this the shit you what, too, yeah. <laughs> what
3: it you just like man I, I love him
0: yeah, like I love him, but I don't know if I was thinking about forever with my first love. I don't think I was thinking about that.
1: But I knew I didn't want it to end, put it that way. I did get into an altercation with a father before. Mm-hmm. But it was over the phone. Mm-hmm. He somehow got my number and was talking about beating my ass and how he got all these niggas that could come see me. And then, all right, sir. you've now called me and entered a different realm. This, you're not in that realm anymore. I'm about to treat you like a nigga. (laughs) this is where I'm at and I got a street full of niggas so you can come and pull up and see me if you would like. (laughs)
2: Because
1: we don't give a fuck. That was because I was 19, 18 or 19 because it's me and Jones. Me and Jones were down on like, um, right in like the border of cleveland and shaker by uh hot sauce williams yeah so we down there and so we like you this is where we're at you can meet us we have nothing but niggas all up and down these streets so you can do what you want to do this is where we are so that's the only engine but i have never initiated conflict <laughs> with a father with a i've only been called by a parent and threatened over the phone, and then responded accordingly. But I've never- Because
0: he was being a child. Yeah, I'm like, not about to speak to no 19 year old fucking boy. Right, him up threatening him. You like, 19, I'm assuming the daughter is maybe 17. I don't know how she was when he's fucking with her. But also, I'm not about to talk to no boy about my child. You yeah. don't matter at this point. <laughs> I need to held accountable to motherfucking nut sex that you came out of that's strange cause yep. if he if you really wanted to do it he would've been done by now i yeah. would've found your ass <laughs> if it was that serious
2: yeah like, you're not
0: about the beef but you wanna feel good again you wanna feel like you still got and it and what it
1: was is one of his homies worked at the place that I worked at back in the day mm-hmm. and so he had like told his homie what I look like and he was like yeah I know I don't give a fuck that this nigga know who I am. <laughs> this nigga can get it too. What That's don't so you understand? Weird. You know what that means? I know where he work as well. <clears throat> you gonna get your friend hurt because you want to play these little young nigga games. And I'm young and dumb, and I'll do something yeah. stupid. <laughs> and I got a lot more years ahead. Yeah, and I don't have I a lot of you to you gonna lose, nigga. Yeah, you playing young kid games with a kid yeah with you, a child you get your child's results stop playing with me because at Damn. that point i was fully committed to taking it to whatever level you want to go to because hey i ain't got nothing to lose i'm 19 years old i don't give a fuck. let's go there i get I 10 watch. i get
3: out at 29. Yeah. So, i, I watched watch the <laughs> whole
0: first season of louis ck and
1: you he took this girl whole house he took this girl out on a date <laughs> a whole family and everything like if you if we go to jail and we both do something crazy, you have a lot more to lose than I do. You a whole ass nigga that got a kid and a wife and Clearly another things kid. things you want to protect. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> you have a whole family, sir. This is not the way that you should be behaving, but... I have none of those things I have nothing. that I need to be responsible for. I have for. youth. <laughs> yeah, so... On my let's side. go. Yeah. No
0: yeah.
3: responsibility. Yeah, about start all over again. Yeah,
0: I was fully
1: with the shit. It's like, because I was crazy.
0: But yeah, I remember it was a Louis C.K. episode where he took this girl on a date. They having a great time. Some young niggas come in in the back, start making a ruckus. So he was like, hey, could y'all keep it down? One of them niggas got bold and start harassing him and the girls at dinner. And so he made Louis beg. He's like, beg me not to beat your ass right now just to humiliate him in front of his date. And Louis started acquiescing and then the woman was like, she's like, I don't know. That just turned me off so much. And he was like, for real? Really? And then they end up going to some race. But what Louis ended up doing was following that little boy home, went to his house and was told the father like, you, yeah, this is what your son did tonight and that shit was unacceptable. And then they showed the father actually whooping on this nigga's ass. And was like, this is what you do? And he was like, Louis was like, wait a second, you ain't gotta whoop his ass. I just wanted this little nigga to be held accountable. They go out and start talking. He was like, yeah. Him and the father was like, oh yeah, they start cussing this nigga out to get out the house. And Louis was like, oh, I see what's going on here. This nigga didn't know what to do. You know what I mean? Like, he's being bullied. Cause his dad's a fucking bully. <laughs> uh, he don't know how to deal with this situation. Father was like, man, I had this nigga when I was 21. <laughs> and I was like, oh...
1: That's wild. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. That's crazy. That just made me think about that. Yeah, see, in situations like that, it's like, alright are you, we being adults? Do you know how to handle this as an adult? Yeah. Or are we we. Uh, you want to be a kid? Is everybody in the situation a child? And this is while childish <laughs> things are happening.
2: Hmm. Everybody is a
1: kid, and so I see while he was a child. <laughs> I got it. <laughs>
2: everybody a
1: child. I completely understand. But yeah, no. I just thought that was wild. Um something else I wanted to touch on before we get into Ash's topic is Shalemizal the God. He lands a um Comedy Central talk show that's supposed to start in mid fall, I believe. No specific date, but they're saying mid fall. So yeah, what do you guys think about I guess the transition of more cultural content creators and influential people into mass media and main or mainstream media, I guess. Because like, there's the Diza Romero, Issa Rae's ending. Um,
0: what was the one you? No, nah, I don't know if you liked the, the read. Yeah. The one that
1: I know a lot of people like to do. They got mainstream, didn't they? They. See, I feel like it didn't work with them because I don't... Well, or I don't know what happened because then COVID happened. Mm. So they got a um, show, I think on Showtime as well. Okay. And had started doing that and then immediately COVID hit. And so they just stopped meeting in person. Mm. And they don't even meet in person to do their podcast right now. So... I don't know, like, if the COVID just kind of put a kibosh on, like, them doing that or, like, if it was just horrible time where, all right, we didn't even have, like, the room to make this successful because as soon as we started, it uh, had to get shut down and we're just not into doing it right now. So, I don't know exactly. So, I, I am kind of happy because I did feel like when I watched a couple of episodes, it wasn't exactly the same. It wasn't really, like, the read that I was used to getting, like from the podcast, which I was happy that they planned to continue the podcast. Yeah. Because I know, like, some people just transitioned fully, like, Issa Rae, I know how she did Offer Black Girl on YouTube Mm -hmm. and then still kind of remained kind of true to source with, um... Insecure? Yeah, there it is. Insecure.
3: When does that come back on, by the way?
1: Um, I have no idea.
0: Every time I think about Insecure, I just think about, that was the first time I think, not in my adult life I ever seen some. at the end of the season when him and that dude break up, and then he go to every girl's house to fuck her. I just remember, like, I had never seen nobody clapping cheeks like that and said it was porn. I was like, hey, what was his name? porno on there. What was his name? Not Christopher. I don't even remember cat. I was like, "Oh, uh. I know it's not not normal for HBO Max, but I just said never seen." That was the last season I ever watched for real, to be honest with you. After I seen that, I'm like, "Oh, you niggas on some trashes. I really don't want to see that." I don't know why. Wait a minute, wait a minute. When he or she. When they first broke up in the first season. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, oh, in bed, yeah. Oh, yeah, Lawrence.
0: There we go. And he went back to that girl and he was fucking with.
3: Sorry, clapping. Yeah. What? That was crazy. Like, I was like, I don't Jesus. know why.
0: That like, took me by surprise so much that but I haven't watched it since then. I was like, I don't know why. I don't. I, it's not like it's a bad show or nothing, but I just stopped. I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Speaking of, I, I want
3: to, after we see to something. But we just discuss this. I just went afterwards. Segweb yeah, I just thought I like like, so just say like. I was on. like,
2: oh. <laughs> this the is what show y'all. did you watch?
3: I watched Sex Life on I've never Netflix. I've never seen that.
1: I've heard about that.
3: <laughs> What's that about?
0: <laughs> they fucking on here too?
3: Yeah, it showed dick and everything. I mean, I would not I, be
0: interested.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's still turn around. You like I, I would just, like...
0: not be interested in that. It's Which supposed to be all about like...
1: That? Like, um... <laughs> being able to have actual conversations that are awkward in sex. Like, if you get cheated on,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like, are there more conversations to be had outside of the initial upsetness about being cheated on and just more open conversation but also from what I hear extremely raunchy
3: (laughs) well what it is is about it's about a married woman she gives up her life in the city she was a wild child then she settles down has two kids and she's just unsatisfied
0: with her sex life or just all over the place Um, all of it sex
3: life just her husband falls off he does he falls off she starts thinking about her ex
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And she goes back to the city and tries to speak to her friend, you know, that lives in the city. Because she was having doubts in like a midlife crisis. And the next thing you know, this nigga come out the bedroom. And she's like, what the fuck? Mm. It's her ex. It's her best friend. And she like, so yeah, you got to watch it.
0: i do going to be pleasant mm-hmm. I think I found him in the the trend of Tony and not watching people shows anymore, because <laughs> they will start at something, and we end up on a totally different I'm not watching this anymore. I quit. Yeah. It was
3: It was just, I just had to watch it all the way through. I mean, it's not the best writing. I yeah. was just bored, and I watched it. I'm like, because my aunt kept telling me watch it. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll watch it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And the ending was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, so yeah. is this like is she going to, like, have an open marriage or some
0: shit? Like, just let me know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm... I'll be trying. I started watching Shadow and Bone. I couldn't get into it. Because I was yeah. I was just in my frame and my hair did. And I just put it on because I'm like, hmm, what's this? And I end up liking it. But I haven't watched it since. Like, I can't sit myself down and watch, quote-unquote, people shows at this point in my life. I don't know what it is, but I've lost complete, like it's the fucking fluctuation I'm like I don't like I will (laughs) say something like completely left field where I'm just like no I quit they don't stay consistent Yeah. no
3: no they don't this one doesn't either so y'all it's too many subplots that
0: you're just not really interested in like like yeah, they kind like, of
1: always add like weird like twists and like.
0: Yeah, weird twists that you don't really give a fuck about. How did we get here? I will it's say, too much sometimes. I will
3: say the sex scenes sometimes are over exaggerated. Like me and my boyfriend were watching like a little bit of it. Yeah. And he's like, a pool. Y'all gonna fucking pool? No, that shit dries up a pussy so fast. a what? A pussy so fast. What like, it dries it up like chlorine water like you wanna have sex oh, in the pool I feel like, like you said pool and I'm like yeah you gonna get fucking um a yeast infection off of this shit
0: I'm not I'm not like trying to have a whole dick in me and chlorine water just sloshing around <laughs> I'm, I know. that. <laughs> I know, nigga. I know. We've already said this story. But anyway, we could have had no other problem with it's it.
3: It's
1: already been a thing. <laughs> a little
0: jacuzzi time?
1: Shit. Anyway. Uh, oh, I've never been interested in it.
0: It
3: just seems like it'll burn. I don't know.
1: <laughs> she seemed completely fine. <laughs> I'll say that. that is she whoever, seemed like she had an amazing God, God
0: bless her. Whoever she is. You no, know, I guess. But anyway, I don't even know how we got here.
3: Oh, sorry. You <laughs> mentioned Insecure.
0: Yeah. yeah no, I was
1: just breaking her up because I know that after the fifth season of Insecure, she has already signed a multi-million um, dollar deal to do movies and TV shows with Warner Media. Yeah. And so I just, I'm wondering, do you think that they're going to have that same essence that insecure um awkward black girl had or do you feel like kind of like how is and Meryl? to me kind of feels watered down
0: do it i I never watched it i just knew like when i first heard about them getting a showtime show i'm like
1: <sighs> i really enjoyed them um I guess you could say that they're getting bigger guests or, mm-hmm. and things like that, but I don't know if these are necessarily people that they really care about. Mm-hmm. And so I liked when they had their friends on and like shot the shit and talked about like what was going on in that sphere. So it was interesting in that way. And so now it's, I mean, yeah, it's broader, so it's more accessible to other people, but I feel like some of the edge is gone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's what I was saying. I think that you lose some of the edge when you go, like, super corporate.
0: That'd be the thing. I don't know, like, what we do here. I don't know if this even, like, if this podcast was able to blow up. What would we do? Because <laughs> like, a lot of things we talk on here I don't necessarily lean towards. It, it goes towards everything. It's not like it's going towards one thing where... And I'm not saying, like, people get upset about it, but also, I know some of the things I say would damn sure get.
1: Yeah, no, it could be very polarizing at times.
0: And yeah, so, that like, just make me think, like, what am I willing to sacrifice for that, you know, at that point? If, like, it got both of the
1: benefits. I wouldn't change anything. mm mm-hmm. um, Full transparency. Uh, I plan to handle each show individually in that regard
2: mm-hmm.
1: like with this I want to be uber protective of its freedom of thought and conversation that's the entire reason that I created the show right so to allow it to get to that space and then like be like all right well we got to limit thought and um conversation to like be mindful of this sure we'll be respectful but I'm not saying that we're not going to also like Broach questions and have topics that might be uncomfortable for
0: a larger audience. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so I would probably keep it that way and allow it to grow and be fruitful in that sphere, and then look to find a way to, like Patreon, it something like that, where all right, this we have a large size or decently sized audience, and we're going to keep that internalized here,
2: yeah.
1: and then do maybe some like. YouTube stuff like clips and things like that, but most of like what we do really in like a more centralized podcast and Patreon way. Yeah. Well, I think
0: it's it's gonna be the same though. It's
3: gonna be watered
0: down. Do it I got to be. It? Yeah. Because you got like fifteen million people trying to appeal to somebody that you necessarily wasn't trying to appeal with in the first place. Right.
3: Like I can't imagine me like we man you we weren't here but we had got on a transgender topic i mm-hmm. would have been fucking canceled for half of the shit that i said said i was like you know if i couldn't have an opinion I'm like so now i can't have an opinion what was the point of the podcast
0: right that's what got me initially about it it was like oh we can do this not saying nobody ever did it before but right. that's what made me interested in it was to be like we can talk about everything yeah everything and anything whatever right. you are interested <laughs> in at that point
1: and whatever your opinion is like i don't agree with all the stuff that y'all say y'all don't agree with all the stuff that i say and i think that that's the beauty of the show is that and you don't see that nowhere that's the other thing list. where y'all where people don't agree and then come back consistently and be like hey we're still friends we still engage and share in discourse and share and like fellowship, but have different opinions, and that's
0: yeah, okay. That's pretty rare. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it don't happen, but it's super rare, especially around like black people.
2: Like, oh my
3: let
0: me just God. say how. Let oh, uh, just say you're a cool because you don't believe. In let me. me just say how rare this is. Not just for just I don't know, whole, but for niggas to come together and not bang on each other right. afterwards and leave. Like we had a, uh, I think he had like was like, oh, let me invite uh what's your friend's name Charles the other one that's the producer yeah and he was like oh let's invite him on here i'm not interested in arguing about religion but i know that if we were to get into that conversation it would have been cool i have been like oh yeah you know i don't really agree with this but for Eric, for us to have this as a whole is super rare for nicked for black people wow. to get together mm-hmm. and not agree with each other—that's what I was afraid of going into this initially. Mm-hmm. Like, if you niggas about to jerk each other's dicks and agree with each other on everything, not showing up, <laughs> and then it became, oh wait, I can say these things. Yeah, no, and no one's
1: like a, like whole has hard like taking this to heart, right? And, I, and so for me, I feel like episodes can get intense. But yeah, as long as it's that episode, episode's over. Move on, like you don't hold on to anything. These are people, and people have opinions. Mm-hmm. And it's like people that you disagree with can also have brilliant ideas. Yeah, racists definitely. can be very intelligent people, and I know that can sound controversial to say, but it's the truth, right? And if that's a fact, then being hostile towards people like expressing their opinions just doesn't make sense to me so i always wanted to create a space where everybody could just have a conversation and not feel like oh i'm not allowed to say this here or this isn't an acceptable thing to to talk about let's let's talk about it
0: yeah let's see where it goes your opinions can also change. I know the time that we've been doing this, I've seen Tony kind of grow personally, because at one, at one point, his thing would be polarized to so this one, and now he wouldn't care less. So I've seen his growth, just from talking, I don't even know if it's from just talking about it, but just being, from being around him for a pretty decent amount of time, and pretty consistently, <laughs> once a week at least.
3: Care <laughs> a little more, huh?
0: Whatever. I mean, it's just changed. I, like, I see him a little bit more relaxed. He not as, like, when I first first met him, I was just like, why are you so serious? <laughs> to now where it's like, he's definitely more relaxed. Even when we did this back in 2019, he just changed. You was not the same person. I was like, hmm, who the fuck this is? That's not the nigga I met in 2015. <laughs> but even now I can say, like, oh, wait,
1: there's growth here. Like,
0: that's one of the people I can say, honestly, like he really do be learning from his lessons.
1: I was uncomfortable before. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do this, but it wasn't happening. Yeah. Made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Maybe but I don't complain about shit. I'm just going to throw myself into it on the work side.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: that's why you thought my entire world was, no, 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 just work. Work right. and nothing else. What do you want to do? Work, <laughs> work, 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 work. It, it, mm-mm. The Rihanna song, <laughs> yes. Me and that are one. <laughs> <laughs> Just no. And I want to do nothing else but work. Yeah. And now I'm like so... we're doing it and things are coming along and I recognize that shit takes time. Before then I was like, Alright, I got this cart. Fuck the horse. We don't need the horse. Just put the cart in front. <laughs> it's like all right, the cart's not moving. Maybe you should get a horse and like fill the cart up and you know, do some other like necessary things to like make this like actually a thing and then you'll probably feel more productive than trying to like pick up carts and be like alright this we're, we're instantly going because it's not how it is right and so but going to honestly going to college and spending thousands of dollars on like promotional shit I've had just grabbing logos designed and business cards made and started a company and paid for the tax ID and mm-hmm. all the formation of it and all of that to be like alright well I'm just going to dissolve all of that because realistically I've made that and I wasn't doing anything and I had no idea what I was going to do I just thought that you needed to have the company first and that just, that's not that, that doesn't make sense you do something, you're doing it and then you're like oh shit this is a thing and then you're like, all right, well, how do I make this thing more of a thing? And then you just keep working at it, and that's what it, this is. And so yeah, I'm way more comfortable in in that than yeah. what I was before.
0: There was like, I think going back to the main point for me was like, I see this show as something that's really in a part of him, in his growth, for real. Like it's not nothing that he just talk about, and then. Just go fuck about, like, somebody did that and I didn't understand, like, how are you down here with me week after week talking about this stuff? And then your life wasn't really changing and then how you could just leave. That didn't make any sense to me. But from what I saw from Tony's, from his actions, it was like, no, he's he's willing to work on the things that he feel like you need to work on. And that's super important. So I've seen him grow to those things and be pretty flexible. But like I said, this show is really... It's coming from his heart, for real. And that's what made me be like, oh, no, he's serious. This <laughs> There's nothing that for real, like, oh, I just wanted to do it. Like, nah, he was really, I ain't going to say passionate, but you can tell his heart was in it. I will not say that much. The fact that I
1: came up with this, came up with the idea for the mm-hmm. show, high out of my mind on ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Really? Still blows my mind. <laughs> I was driving down to go hang out with some of my homegirls, and they were getting out ready to go out to the club and I was gonna go with them, and I'm high as fuck on ecstasy. And I just am in the parking lot, just typing away in my phone, this high, whole idea, and like what it should be about, and like what I want it to look like. And then I go in there and hang out for like 20 minutes, and be like, ah, I'm going home. <laughs> and don't go out at all. It was the craziest experience. I I drove there, had a whole brain epiphany, walked inside, hung out for a couple of minutes and said, "Ah, y'all are going to go out, I'll see y'all later, I'm going to go back to the house. Mm -hmm. I drove like 30, 40 minutes to go down there to the city for no reason. But it gave me that idea, and I have no idea what inspired me or what about that, but it's that serendipity of it. But I think this is a good time to go into like your topic of. Um, eh, I'm always surprised when it's still my turn.
2: <laughs> I know every single time. <laughs> every
0: single time, it was like, oh, <laughs> to speak.
1: Because I think this is definitely talking about like that negative side of ambition. And I can say that I definitely experienced that, like 2015, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. That was a negative side of ambition. Just like do stuff. You need to be doing this, and it's like, all right. Well, where's the fourth thought in this? Where's the yeah. planning and the like? real understanding of what you're doing for me for me. Yeah, yeah,
0: your capabilities. You know what I'm saying? I think for me noticing well, I guess I'll start at my example. For me noticing where I was pushing myself too hard and trying to get other stuff off the ground was noticing that like I don't have these are not my talents for real. Like tony might have a talent for understanding business vernacular and things of that such i don't <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and he went to school for it so that might be a talent that he has i don't have those talents in those things and for me to just try to carry on these i want to say big and ambitious i'm trying to think about something i was thinking like i said the pivotal point for me was noticing like this is not what you get at. So why are you beating up yourself for things that I haven't even started? Because really you don't want to do them. And if I had to go like from reading a, like say if you read a self-help book and you had an idea in your head and you wanted to continue this idea based upon principles in a self-help book, that's when things become toxic. You know what I'm saying? Like, like how to be a millionaire if somebody wrote that book. Do you really know how to be a millionaire? Like, tricking yourself into becoming a millionaire and saying that you are faking it to you I guess the point is like faking it till you make it is not helpful no. at all and I wonder if that coincides with pushing yourself too hard first of all let's start with that one do you believe in the axiom of faking it till you make it in the realm of entrepreneurship mm. or just anything really like say you want to be a better Mm, mm-hmm. kiss her. <laughs> Just anything. It's faking you make it really working.
3: I don't. I know people that do, but I don't. Mm-hmm.
0: Um.
3: Cause I don't want to give up this fake reality that things come easy. When you wake up one morning and say, Yeah, like even the shit I do, like, like I know that toxic positivity. That's why I got into credit repair. I was gonna do it, but I'm like. I gotta succeed in one area first before I just hop into another and hop into another because you feel like you're not doing enough. But as far as fake it till you make it, it's people that, you know, get online and take pictures next to somebody else's car or I, I just don't get it. Like... Take a picture in a condo that he's married for. Yeah, or, before,
0: or, or, or like going to the dr- dealership to test drive a like, Mercedes or whatever. Well,
3: like, yeah, I'm not for that. Like, I'm a struggling entrepreneur right now. I, I don't have thousands of dollars in my fucking account. hmm I don't have everything I want yet, and that's fine, you know. It may take two to three good years, and I think there should be more of that. You know, I I just hate this whole generation of everything just comes so easy and comes straight away. I'm like, no, fucking doesn't. What about you, Tony?
1: Um, I think you can fake it till you make it. I think so. Yeah, especially in today's society, everything is based off of attention right now. Mhm. So if I can fake the life that you believe in and i can parlay that attention into a sponsorship dollars whatever then i've successfully faked it until i made it and so i think that it's a viable and much more realistic way of going about things than it used to be before more people were apt to like call your card or check your background. And that's why like, have y'all ever seen um Catch Me If You Can? Yeah. yeah. So you guys know that's based off a real story, right? Yeah. The reason that that's so like prolific is because back in that day, no one was faking who they were and like assuming identities and flying all over the place. But now we have stolen identities and people being different people and doing that every single day. So back in the day, no, you couldn't fake it till you make it because people were double checking and you really had to have the credentials and like kind of prove who you were and the ability to fake it till you make it was much harder. You had to really jump through some hoops. Now you take a couple pictures, do a little Photoshop and life is good.
3: Like, oh my gosh, you could you could be anybody you want.
1: <laughs> and So no, I'm all about fake it till you make it. I don't think that it, I don't think that it takes away from anybody else, and so that's why I don't mind it. Them faking it till they make it isn't going to turn them into a real real estate agent. Mm -hmm. They're just going to continue to get brand deals because they have a lot of eyes on them. So all the real estate stuff is still going to be mine. Now, maybe they want to invest in real estate, but sure. That's cool, but you're not going to know anything about it, so you're probably not going to be the most successful unless you're actually going to, like, stop faking it at this point now that you have some money and... Really look to learn that skill, but most people don't do that. They generally get comfortable and then continue doing what they did to get them this windfall of money, which would be taking these pictures, uh, portraying this lifestyle, continuing these sponsorships, and um, getting paid. So I, just, I don't think that it stops like you from really finding houses and like doing no, the grinder. They like, but
3: what I hate is like these people get online and they've been like, I've done. Hundreds of thousands of wholesale deals. I'm like, really, my guy. We'll see your portfolio. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, the real people doing it out there don't have hundreds of thousands of followers and don't have a ten thousand dollar course. You know, it's just kind of like, all right, sure. If that's that's kind of fake it, like but what the, you're talking you know, the about. The real
1: people that are out there doing it are making their own money.
3: Yeah, they are. It's just that I don't like this whole, like I was talking about, this microwave society where you think stuff is just going to come easy.
1: I think that it that's always been society. Every At every turn, we've always wanted things to come easy. Like
0: yeah, that's- Ponzi
1: schemes and pyramid schemes aren't brand new. Those no. are hella old and people have been like hey let me do this to but get things to come easier for me since so since
3: social media though i think it's gotten
2: worse though
1: it's i don't think it's worse i just think it's easier for these things to happen now it's everybody was trying before but you needed to like know someone or like be in like this area but now everybody can do it and so people are taking the easy way out that's just mostly human nature if i can do these things to get this then why wouldn't i
3: Mhm. I mean, understandable, I'm not, you know, just, that's not my
1: style, though. I just, it's not my... Oh no, I don't think you should agree with that. I don't think that it has to be for everybody. I don't think that it should be like the standard for like what you should do. I think that if you really want to be a writer, then you faking it till you make it isn't gonna result you in being a writer. It's gonna get you attention And sure, you can turn that attention into money, like I said, but that's not gonna turn you into a writer. You're still gonna have to go back and do the work. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You can pay for the classes and everything, but you're still gonna have to learn the skills and write and get through um, rough drafts and recognize that, hey, this isn't, I don't like this first thing that I wrote and rewrites and things like that. So you're never gonna be able to fake it until you make it into something that's tangible. But right now, since attention turns to dollars, you can fake it and make it into attention. Yes, so I don't think that that's a big deal. I feel like the people that wanted attention are going for that and then the people that want to pursue an actual goal are going towards that and they're looking for two di- different demographics. Like the book that you want to sell or the script that you want to sell isn't for the people that just want to scroll on Instagram and look at somebody else's life and like follow them and see what they're doing. Yeah is for the person that recognizes this this book's quality or this script's work or the value of this property that you found that you want um that you can get them on a better deal than they would have been able to get with if they hadn't found um, if you hadn't come along because they would never found it so just things like that that are real tangible that you're not really looking for those people, so what they doing don't really matter to me, but I do think that is a very viable and useful way to do. Like, yeah, I don't know. Fake it till you make it. Okay. Yeah, definitely, definitely fake it till you make it. I, I think that's fine. I don't think, no, I think that if you're faking it till you make it in the hopes of like one of those other tangible things, then you're going to be very disappointed. And that's probably more towards that negative, like, positivity that you have going on. Like, oh, I'm just keep showing these things and then it's going to come to fruition for me. That's that's being delusional.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't I don't advocate for that. That's, yeah. that's, that's dumb.
0: I learned about escaping into the fantasy of the situations that we get ourselves in. And I didn't recognize it. Like, I think at one point before I started getting into the reality of how I wanted my life to go and the direction I was in, I was stuck in fantasies of hitting it rich with real estate or mm-hmm. buying the right stock. Like, that was the... From what? Maybe until about 27 when I start realizing, like, wait a minute, my life is not matching what's going on in my head. And I think I'm too invested in <laughs> what this idea of this means to me. And then I think that's when everything started, like, falling to the wayside because I started asking, like, well, what is the truth of myself? And I don't think I really started making money until I started saying, well, what are my talents that could make me money instead of just thinking, like, things out there. Were gonna help me get rich fast or reading a book on i think i listened like to the audiobook you're a badass and making money and by the time i start reading that i was pretty adept in like spiritual practices and getting into meditation and really listening to what it was that i wanted to give to the world but i think a lot of what people get caught up in is like like affirmations i don't believe like we should just be saying i am wealthy well what the fuck are you wealthy at Those blanket-ass terms will not get you too far if you... But that's toxic positivity, too, if you just keep repeating shit and you don't really know what the fuck it means. You're not really asking, like, these deeper questions to tailor-made an affirmation for yourself. Or, um, yeah, I think that's the biggest one that I would have had the biggest gripe with about toxic positivity is those fucking affirmations. (laughs) Or like, I I don't believe in, you know, like, uh, what would a millionaire do in this situation? I'm not a fucking millionaire, I don't fucking know. And I would hope that people would stop asking what a millionaire would do, you really don't know. You don't know how your millionaire lifestyle compared to somebody else's millionaire lifestyle. So what would be the point of trying to fake it
1: like a millionaire? How about what would Jeff Bezos with no money, what would he do, because that's the nigga that made this nigga, the, the, the million-dollar Jeff Bezos. Right, he got a whole different, different of, <laughs> a
0: whole different set of problems. With the mindset
1: and the way that he operated is the one that created this one. So mm-hmm. what would this broke nigga do? How about that? Right. Probably that's what I should be looking at. We in the at. same
0: pot, for real.
1: <laughs> <And so, laughs> we got a lot
0: more in common yeah, than being there Jeff
1: Bezos, too. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's different, so.
0: Yeah, so I guess like this whole, just kind of how do you, uh, that's a good another question. How do y'all know when you're pushing yourself too hard in your everyday work. Do you ever come across that? Um <laughs> No. No? No, no. no. Uh, I'm drinking a lot, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's
3: fair. I think too hard. I'm like, you know what, fuck this, I'm feeling like uh, Yeah. I'm drinking while I'm working.
0: That's when you know <laughs> ready to call it quits. I can see that. How about no. you, sir? <laughs> no.
1: There's no, nothing
0: no. <laughs> there's nothing that you just like, I need to take a break.
1: Um no, but you guys know that like I always have like a billion things like going at one time. Mm-hmm. So like I was really productive beginning of the week in writing on the book that I want to get done this um, summer second half of the week a lot of just dumb shit kept popping up mm-hmm. and by like dumb shit I mean like I had to go do a landscaping job then I had to go take my car to get a tire replaced cause a chunk was missing from it then I had to go to the therapist mm-hmm. and all of this shit was early morning the exact time that I like to write
2: <laughs> I like to wake up
1: come down here and instantly just sit down I like
0: how he's like the therapist this
1: bitch yeah,
0: <laughs> he's yes. moving the creative flow. yeah like all of what? this shit is just like
1: in my way and in my face so <laughs> what the
0: Kudos to you for going to therapy. Let's, right. get, let's get give a round of fucking applause. Let's just no commend that. So but also, lately. how no. about we just don't treat it as a fucking obstacle? It <laughs> right? Is. Let's, it is an let's
3: obstacle. Just fuck your therapist. Shit. You get all of this,
1: all, no, because all of it is in the early morning, when I want. What all I want to do is literally wake up, hit my bong, get a nice good hit, and start writing and have music playing.
3: What's
1: your what's your, um what's gonna be called? Um, I'll tell you off mic, oh, once we get off the show. Um, but yeah, I, I like to, that, that's how I like to get into it. I dive right in real, real hardcore. And then I'll do that, and I'll probably write from like nine to two o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like, I really just, like, sit down and get it in. I'm like, all right, cool. I don't really, like, get hungry at noon. So I just work till about 2 o'clock, and then it's like, all right. I feel like I want to hit the bong again. And that's when I know that I'm pretty, like, tapped out and, like, looking for something else to do. I'm like, all right, you've exhausted your energies on Mm -hmm. this, and, like, you gave it a good six. All right, go work on something else. You still got, like... Sports stuff that you gotta see and keep up on you gotta watch all the anime that you gotta do for the shows and shit like that so then I move on to something else but when I got this other fuck ass shit in the morning that just is taking the fucking place I can't get into my writing because I the way my mind works is once I focus on one thing that is the that's the one morning thing oh okay and so all these other things be the one morning thing and in my fucking way Oh, yeah. I was like therapy, fuck out of here. I, yeah, no.
0: <laughs> that was great. Which was I really used to have it any <laughs> other time
1: than early because in the afternoon is ridiculous. I want to be here at nine o'clock so I can be done with this and then no longer have to think about you for the rest of the day. Cause like, no, I'm not trying to have to like be involved in my day and then like, well, I gotta stop and then go to therapy and yeah, then come weird. back out you come yeah. back
0: reflecting and shit yeah no no this <laughs> just is kind of like, yeah. let's like get this reflective period out the way
3: yeah, so i think about that. my dad and our relationship yeah is like, this is either let's a do morning that time in the morning thing.
1: before 12 yeah yeah let me get this done with it and i can just move over my day okay so yeah that, that's why i like early but yeah no i am uh, i don't ever think that i'm like working too hard i just bounce from something else i recognize when i've exhausted <coughs> my mental capacity for something though oh okay like i'll get exhausted with researching writing like right now i'll tell you like i'm everybody knows i'm writing a finance book and so the chapter i'm working right now is credit mm-hmm. um i was I had a great flow going and then i was like oh i don't want to do this anymore
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so i just stopped writing
3: like okay. I. I don't want to come out with a book, but my boyfriend's like, hey, you should start it now. I'm like, I'm not going to be focused on that. I know I'm not. So why the hell? Like, let me just have have like time to just sit down and focus on that. I have, I'm the type of person who can't focus on a thousand things at once. Yeah. Or I just become disinterested. It's kind of like, you know. And plus, I'm like, I want to wait to write that until I, like, succeed. I'm going
0: to wait. So. You know, I stopped writing because of that. Because I just was in a horrible mess of things. I'm like, I'm not going to give myself the way I need to. The message is going to be, because I don't even have faith in the message that I'm writing right now. (laughs) I'm not about to do this. And just recognizing that I needed the rest for myself was when I realized, like, like, especially this year, I, I pushed myself too hard to just try to get over things that I hadn't really gotten over. Like, loneliness was something that I didn't realize I still had a fucking problem with. And I thought I dealt with it.
2: Right. But I didn't.
0: It creeped
2: back up
0: to be like, knock knock, who there? Me, bitch. <laughs> okay. I had to deal with that big spank, like, of loneliness inside of me and realizing, like, What I tried to do was run away from it, like I had been doing for my entire life. Mm -hmm. That's when I recognized, like, oh, you're pushing yourself too hard in a direction that you don't really need to go right now. Especially after the things that you went through. Wasn't giving myself credit for, like, resting and really figuring out, well, how do I really feel about this? Mm. That was the big moment where I learned, like, I can't fight myself on these things anymore. Who's that side guru that said... Loneliness. He was like, how could you be lonely? That means you don't really fuck with yourself. Like, how are you? You don't fuck with you, basically. He didn't say it like that. He said it in a real, like, Indian guru way. Right. <laughs> but how I interpret it was like, damn, you don't fuck with you like that? Like, what you running from? You know what I'm saying? So that's what made me value rest and learn, like, even with money, like, the flow of how sales kind of work like july is supposed to be the summer slowdown. any reseller could tell you that your sales ain't gonna be as high because people are out and about Mm -hmm. buying shit and traveling happen all the way across retail so that's something i had to get used to last year i didn't know that shit was happening (laughs) so i was fucked up anyway this year is a little bit (laughs) easier to deal with but also knowing when like the flow of money not coming in as much as one week that might be a signal for me to rest and to focus more inwardly as if just going out and getting in and you know, constantly trying to hustle up a couple of dollars. Things like that lets me know that I'm pushing myself too hard when I'm not accepting the flow of life, basically. when I'm trying to trick myself into being like, well, I don't want to rest because my bank account don't look a certain way or Riley's birthday. Oh, my fucking God. I don't know how the hell I'm going to survive this 10-year-old's birthday, but... I'm going to get through it. <laughs> Her birthday on Thursday. And she wanted to go to Boiler 65 and eat fucking crab legs. She looked me dead in my face and was like, I want to eat crab legs for my 10th birthday. These you got crab man. leg
3: money? Exactly. <laughs> like, shit, girl.
0: we going to do it, though, because I ain't no punk. <laughs> I'm going to scrounge up this fucking money, but I, I did it. after one of these big deals closed, I'm going to fucking sit my ass down for at
3: least a month. Yeah. I just... As you know, Tony, you know
0: how
2: I used to work before I got laid
3: off too. It's mm-hmm. kind of like I'm tired. I realized how tired I was until I got unemployment. So for like,
2: it's
3: just,
1: you know, I, I feel like what y'all said is a lot of what I naturally do mm-hmm. is. I always tend to my energy. So, like I said, when my energy wasn't in writing, like I started writing another day and maybe got like a sentence done and I was like, "Mm, no, writing's not for today. And so I just went on to something else. I never, I always allow my energy to push me in the direction that I'm going and never vice versa where it's like, no, I said I was going to do this today and this has to be today. That would... Defeat the purpose of the way that I am trying to live my life. My life is supposed to have choice and option and a level of like flow to it. And if I'm always denying that flow because I'm like, no, we got to do this, then I've lost all choice. Yeah. So you don't have the choice to rest no more because you got to do this? Or can you choose to do something else? All right, well, you're not feeling this, then do something else. And so I just move into it and it keeps me from ever feeling like I'm working too hard because I move my energy into what it feels more aligned with and then I just engage with that and then it's kind of like a soft reset instead of yeah. having to like, what it sounds like y'all get a hard reset because you're like, no, I'm gonna stick with this and do this because this is what needs to get done. And That's then it's like. That's what's been
0: happening after I start noticing those periods. <clears throat> I didn't go so hard for, like, three months and then take a month off.
1: Yeah, they're just like, Like, I I got a hard hard ass. Now
0: it's like, oh, okay, I can do this for a couple days and not worry about it and then get back into it. So now I'm getting, like you said, just getting into the flow so that way I'm not polarizing myself so much on each side. I can be like, oh, I see what's going on here.
1: (laughs) I think that's been probably my biggest thing, but it's probably something that I did accidentally just because the way that my mind is so scattered and Mm -hmm. always has, like, a thousand things going, it's just natural for me to bounce around. So, it, like, when I'm not working, I feel bad. So did I, like, I'll talk about this. Sunday and Monday, when Mm -hmm. we didn't do the shows last week, I just, it threw off my entire, like, way that I do things and move going forward for a while. It's like alright well I don't have to plan for a show or get topics <laughs> what did you do? ready so what do I do with all of this fucking free time? I don't like this. What did you do? I got frustrated one night and went to sleep. <laughs> Jesus. No, I was like there's no point in me being up. Uh, I'm going to bed.
3: You gotta learn how to just Chill,
0: man so I'm not being conscious for this shit. It
3: was, it was dumb.
1: And then there was another the like, where there was just die like for eight hours, nothing on, like, like no content, no nothing that I could like really get into. And then even if there was, there was no point of me doing it because there was no show coming up and so it's like alright so there's <laughs> they said
0: I'm about to go die <laughs> it's like
1: I hate all of it. so those like that period that, that's why it's like you know what I can't miss another week alright let me make sure that the, at least these shows are going to be started up the next week even if he ain't here yeah, I'm going to get things back moving <laughs> it's like, because for me oh, fuck. this don't make me feel productive or right it's like sure a break needs to happen but I I can't break mm-hmm. I right, cause yeah like I Like, I felt bad missing all the things that I wanted to talk about uh, all last week and things like that. Yeah. Like, um, for a conversational piece, I was going to bring up this um, Hunter's Law. Um, basically, a 17-year-old boy, um, I want to say mid- uh, middle America, I can't remember the exact state, but um, was driving, car wouldn't start, car keeps stopping. So he um, gets pulled over, by the cops, white boy. Him and his buddy are in the car. He takes out this blue um, gas can so he can put it behind his car because his car is not breaking right. So he's gonna he's using it to stop his car. Cop shoots him. Yeesh. Mm. Um, and then cuts the body cam on after shooting him.
3: Wow.
1: So within like seventy two hours, they came up with like Hunter's Law and they're trying to get that turned into effect. And I was gonna talk about like the difference in when. Mm-hmm. blacks get killed and then whites get killed and lost but it's time to pass <laughs> shit like that um, all this final shit for the anime shit there's lots of anime announcements all kind of things that just happened that I was like oh there's things that I want to do but I am not doing them so that was a very frustrating time for me because then my energy was wanted to be somewhere but I couldn't be aligned with that
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so I didn't know what to do. I was like, all right, I guess I got time to just do whatever. Fuck Damn, off. I like, oh, I don't
0: Hopeless.
3: know what to do to myself. Yeah, I don't know myself. what to do. Damn. Yeah, like, take
0: a walk, no. Do like, a puzzle. <laughs> Hell no. And it's
1: not like that. It's just, like, I'll play, like, Pokemon for, like, a couple of hours, like, a little mm-hmm. card game or whatever. And just, like, bullshit, but. After so long, I get bored of bullshitting and be like, all right, well, I need to get back to doing something and like absorbing some type of information and content or putting out some type of information or content, be doing something productive. And so, yeah, I always, the only other thing that I really enjoy doing is reading. Like, I'll read and I'll do that for hours, but then if I read, you might not hear from me for the entire day, I'm like, i'll ignore my phone i'm in the whole thing and like i'll check my phone maybe every four or five hours and be like oh there is messages you
3: are you any you in a meditation right are you in a meditation not really i've been getting into hypnosis lately like that sometimes helps too you know Mm -hmm help me relax I mean
1: maybe you should try that I mean just to fill in the time and just I don't I guess that's the it's weird I don't like you would think I feel wound up yeah he don't see a problem with all that but I don't, <laughs>
0: well, we don't, know. We don't feel I like don't, he need to change well, but, I know like,
1: that. I, but that's the thing like it sounds like I, I'm a very wound up person but the flow of it is so relaxing to me like Mm -hmm. when i feel wound up more is when i'm not doing anything because that's when i'm just like all right well i'm just sitting here doing nothing see i just i'll watch a show like watching a show for me is cool like i've started seven deadly sins and like i'll watch i watched like four or five episodes of that before i went to this went to sleep the other night (laughs) And so like, I like watching new shows and things like that. So it's not like I don't have moments of rest, but I just think the majority of my day is not gonna be spent like that. Unless it's like, it has to have been the goal. Mm -hmm. Like I'm taking vacation, or I'm going to be doing something with somebody else. And so my energy is aligned with, hey, we're going to go out here and go do this. So sure, I'm not necessarily being productive in the traditional sense, but I'm engaging with other people, building bonds, memories, moments, and things like that. So as yeah. long as it's me doing something, I'm pretty happy. But if we're just sitting there not speaking and looking at something, or we're just looking at each other and not really having conversation, I'd rather be working.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't. Want, I don't know why we gotta look at each other and not say anything. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I need to work. be something of substance as well. <laughs> well I need to work, <laughs> or or work, or because like shit, we could talk about um legacy. Yeah, like I had seen a video a couple of days ago where um a woman was talking about uh her great grandfather was basically a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had left his um her grandfather. He had half a million dollars that he left to all of his kids and everything, so her grandfather got i believe it was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, yeah somewhere in between two hundred fifty to four hundred thousand dollars, and then he broke a, the other hundred thousand or so between the rest of like the siblings that weren't like his actual kids, just like family members and things like that. but by the time that the grandfather passed, he was living in a trailer that he didn't own, mm. And so it was like, do you think that that's the fault of the great grandfather because he didn't instill these lessons of how to like maintain wealth in his child, or do you think it's the child that didn't value those lessons and really like internalize them because he grew up in a place of position that he didn't value that legacy and like what it really meant.
3: The second one.
1: And so I just so, but yeah, I just think that that's like a. I guess that's how I see everything that I'm doing.
0: Ooh, everything is supposed to be, like, a stimulating thing?
1: Yeah, like, every conversation should be, like, something like that. Like, how it started. I'm like, all right, now, what are our thoughts on that? Like, it needs to be something that's yeah, not, like, oh, I was at work, and this guy did this with this chicken. Can you believe that? I don't give a fuck.
2: <laughs>
1: I sincerely don't because... No, what they're doing doesn't matter to me.
0: I'm more apt to be like, Yeah, when we talk, but I appreciate silence just as much as I appreciate talkie talky I'm a real, I'm not a.
1: Are we, what are we sitting in silence and doing? I don't know. I don't go fuck.
0: I, are we listening I'm to about music? Li- leave or something. Sometimes I don't be wanting to do that. Like, I don't need the constant simulation. Like, I get what you're saying, but for me personally, like... Like, that's what meditation kind of teaches you, like, getting into that silence. Oh, yeah, and but I think that's an alone thing. Yeah. No, I get it, you in the room with somebody, but I also, like, don't understand why people feel like they should be talking every five minutes. No, no. Not...
1: No, no, no. So, if I'm in the room reading... Yeah. Then cool, but I don't want you to want me to sit there and alone silence with you alone Mm -hmm. silently and we're not doing anything now if I can read silently and you do whatever the fuck you happen to be doing meditate whatever silently Mm -hmm. that is extremely acceptable that I think is a completely valid way to engage with each other and share space but not necessarily have to fill it up with useless talking yeah but I don't think that you always have something to say so no, I'm not advocating for that so I do think like hey I'm gonna read this book but I also kinda wanna be around you but I don't really have like a whole lot to say and you're gonna be doing whatever you're doing maybe you're sitting over there meditating or you're doing some yoga or you're selling stuff online whatever you happen to be doing that that's your quiet time and your but you want to be around I think that's a completely normal thing. I don't think that you should have to talk, but I, I think it's weird when people want you to be silent but also, like, be silent with them and not be doing anything but focused on them, and then the conversation is about dumb shit. It's like...
0: That's understandable. I don't
1: want to do this.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't want to be silent with you and also have to focus on you.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to get to the point where now I'm delving into... I don't know how to describe this. It. If it's more of a not buddhism but one of the teachers that i follow he a buddhist i think and like i was telling y'all i think whatever last week or whatever he was saying the mind is 99 percent silent and that just made me think about like how i know myself to be a god and how could i say that i'm polarizing myself to this constant simulation and not getting into the part that is silent and don't need to whether it be a music or even reading the book, all those things are they really distracting me from that part of myself that has the answers because like I said, I just found a contradiction between saying, I'm God, right but if you don't get into that silent part of God, the part of you that knows better I think in the Bible it's a fucking quote that says, be still and know that I am God, I got that on my phone and that made me get into like oh, I, I get it now, I can't be for me personally like how can i be wanting to be constantly trying to be better and all this other things but then not tuning in to the silent part of yourself the part that might have a bigger answer than like me
1: trying to chase an answer basically oh i do that a lot just yeah. silent but i don't think i want to be around anybody when i'm doing that like i don't yeah. want to share space No, with
0: i'm you. not like that's a whole but that's that's, see, that's, that's what i mean that's a completely oh, okay.
1: different thing like yeah. if we're being silent and i'm reading that's because we want to share space and so yeah there's still like an energy connection there mm-hmm. but if i'm really being silent to get into like the inside of me i really don't want you around yeah let me be honest like i want and i do that a lot i do that a lot while i'm driving the car i'll just won't connect my phone cut the radio off and just drive in absolute silence and just like
3: oh, you do that too?
1: be quiet and just yeah i love that the stillness and just like the the nothingness of that like my thoughts just kind of go wherever they want to, or they, or they don't. And sometimes I'm just driving, and mm-hmm. it's it's enjoyable. And sometimes I'll I won't even know that that's what I want, and I'll hook my phone up, and just the noise will instantly irritate me. i will like, oh, today <laughs> is a silent day, and I just continue. So I definitely get that you need moments of just like listening to yourself and not any outward stimulus. So no, I agree with that, but. That for me would be when I want to be alone. Like I don't yeah. want you around. Like I, because I don't see the point of that. Why are you here? Because I really am not about to give you nothing. Like, and if you interrupt this, I'm also going to be upset
0: why are you here looking around like yeah and
1: why you keep staring at me like why are you <laughs> why are you in my mind like this fear yeah, of like, my sphere of energy is just like this whole bubble trying to just
0: you ever be fantasizing about somebody and then that person calls you like you not fantasy nigga like <laughs> you not I'm supposed man. to be here like, nah you speaking you got you words push. yeah I don't want <laughs> like my ideal of what's Come going on in my face. mind and what
1: you're doing don't match and they don't match I don't want the reality
0: of you right now go away yeah and even though I
1: don't like like you, it's just right now where everything that's happening fantasy. in my mind yeah. is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like fantasy. to stay here and not really engage with I wouldn't engage with reality
0: and you be saying things that I don't want you
1: to say. <laughs> uh, that'd be the worst. Like you'd be like, What?
0: So you just decided to have your own mind?
1: Why did you speak today? You didn't. Why do we have this? F- and it's not even like why did you speak today. It's just like it's not what I want to hear, I, nigga. I, I fuck with you, but sometimes you just say things that I don't necessarily want to hear, and I'm yeah, just it's like, not a part of the fantasy. Like maybe I should tell you the
0: fantasy. No, you'll ruin that. Yeah, you're not, you're not gonna live it
1: out the way I want you to. I'm not
0: gonna do what I need you to do.
1: Mm mm. Answer
0: So how do y'all know when y'all getting too comfortable? What's the one where you notice, like, I'm in a comfort zone and I need to get out of it?
3: What do you mean, like?
0: How do you know when you're not pushing yourself When I'm being fake enough?
2: productive. Yeah, when I'm
3: being fake productive, or I sleep in a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I I sleep until, like, 10, 10 30, which is fine. If I'm sleeping until, like, 1 o'clock, 12, and I was getting to that because I was drinking a lot and I was just, like, stressed. And I'm like, how how can I avoid getting into that all over again? You know, that's why I started, you know, doing, I do the hypnosis when I go to sleep, you know, now. And I've only been doing it for about a week. Like, lately it's been fine. Like, I've been fine, but how do I keep, keep myself from going back to that slump? I'm like well I need something positive to listen to while I'm sleep
2: yeah before
3: I go to bed or relax my mind before I go to bed and you know besides weed I don't drink as much as I used to I used to get a drunk but now even with my boyfriend in bed he doesn't know like I'll play the stuff outside
2: mm-hmm.
3: and he'll want to wake up and go and I told him what was going on he's like really I'm like yeah I've been playing Michael Sealy
0: <laughs> y'all yeah, remember Michael Seely. you know it's some crazy shit I used to do uh-huh. so right in the middle of my ex-husband's fucking alcoholic journey I would just sneak and play like quit drinking <laughs> hypnosis I was desperate oh my god you just brought up a whole fucking brother of trauma I don't want to talk about it You all that shit did it work with him? didn't want it to fucking work little with, bastard with, with me it, it did
1: I mean, because you yeah. have to want to hey, be open. Hey, you shut your mouth! Right.
0: I didn't know. Right, and you have right. to. I didn't know. <laughs> like they both. You see how eat. now I'm like.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have to be intentional. You can't hypnotize a nigga on, on the sneak. Gel. I
0: don't want to talk to you. That's why I just made my. <laughs> what stomach it was, like, <sighs> he didn't know I
3: was playing it, but we both have the same goal. So I'm like, so yeah, probably work more
0: for him than it would you know for somebody who just wants to lay the fuck around and not do shit like fuck yeah I didn't shit.
3: understand that concept before like I was just like mm-hmm. hmm like maybe I just hypnotize him maybe he'll want to get I
0: don't want to talk to y'all why'd you bring it up
3: Trina right, so the way uh, <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. Um, yeah, you know. the way just that I know that I'm uh, uh what is it With, oh the way that I know that I'm getting in too comfortable is definitely my sleep pattern as well like
2: mm-hmm.
1: like I said Without doing these two shows, I've been up to three o'clock in the fucking morning, mm-hmm. which means I don't get up until at least ten or eleven. Unlike Trina, that's me cutting the tail in of that's me cutting it really, really close to like, because once I get up, let's say I get up at ten, I'm probably not getting out of bed to ten thirty. I'm gonna get high. It's eleven now. I gotta. I want to grab me a little something to eat, and it's already two. And I'm no longer in the writing room. Really? Yep. It's that easy for me to miss my window of, like, hyper-productivity. And then at night when I get super productive, it's never on, like, a analytical side. My nighttime productivity is more creative and experimental. So that's when I do a lot more work on, like, my other story that's fantasy-based and everything like that do a lot more work on that at night and the daytime when I'm more analytical and more like this it means this, means this means this that's daytime, that's right when I wake up I'm very focused, one train of thought
3: see, it takes me a minute like, I get up cause if we make phone calls, we don't do it until after
2: lunch
3: mm-hmm. so I'll get up and I need to take my time getting up because I'm a slow girl even though I'll be up like, uh, let me check and see if I got anything email, blah, blah. Get up. Do some bullshit. Drink my coffee. Eat. Um. Do a little skip tracing and then we just get into the phone calls. But, like, you, you, you like to start your shit, like, right away in the fucking morning. Yeah, no, I, I can't do that. I bullshit.
1: like to get up at, like, 7.
3: Fuck
1: no. I want to be up at 7, like, cause, like, sometimes I'll do, like, I'll be on my back, and I want to do, like, I want some breakfast. Like, I did, like, a strawberry French toast thing. Mm -hmm. And so I need the time to decide how I'm feeling in the morning and what is on my first agenda. So I take care of that because, actually, I can realistically wake up and hop out the bed and be out the door in, like, five minutes if I need to be. And so since... I give myself more space than that. For me, it feels like I'm giving myself time to like enjoy more of my morning. And so, yeah, it's like, all right, well, if you're up. Get out of the bed and start doing what you need to be doing because you're awake now. And other than that, you could have still been asleep. So I just hop out the bed. I get started. But me sleeping late, missing that window, giving that window not enough time to like really be a valid opportunity to write. Those are when I recognize that, all right, you're too comfortable or your flow is off. And so, like, with those shows be missing and everything like that and me not really having, like, anything. And, like, even though I woke up really early the one day, I was just, like, lethargic. Because I was like, I ain't got shit. It don't matter. Um, I ain't got nothing to do today. I, I'm going to go do this partial thing and then there's going to be no show and no no other work because oh I also never plan to write on Sundays and Mondays because they're show days so my energy is weird those days Yeah, I usually take a nap before I do the show because that allows me to like come in fresh fully energized things like that I'm more focused on like topics and like it's more of like a reserved energy throughout the entire day until show (laughs) time and then I'm full energy and can go as long as I need to and since I have this burning energy bless you by the way um since I have this burning energy at night now for the shows I just be up the entire night cause it's like well I didn't do anything but I have all of this energy so
0: yeah I used to go through that shit when we record Hi. and then when leaves like like what 2 in the morning when we was doing that shit on Thursdays up all fucking night I'm like <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, keep sleep. I'm like what the fuck I couldn't stand even when I took the sleeping pills I couldn't go to sleep I'm like what the fuck?
1: Yeah, like (laughs) that bouncing energy, like I will have that where my mind is like, no, 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 I need to fully exercise myself out now until I'm ready to settle, be settled again. And I'm like, ah, God damn it, mind. (laughs) So yeah, no, I haven't gone to sleep until 3.30 at least every single night this week. Mm,
3: Man,
1: I think... Super frustrating for me. I'm trying yeah.
3: to go to sleep earlier than that. Now. I used to do that.
1: I want to go to bed by if I can go to bed by 2 o'clock. I'll be up by seven thirty, no later than eight. Out to bed by eight fifteen, ready to go. Yeah,
3: unless I got something to do in the morning, like tomorrow morning, I do.
1: I won't be up there. No, I like see I like getting up that early just because it's the east coast and I need to do something. I if I lived on the west coast, I would actually get up earlier. I went working out
0: at like seven o'clock one morning and nothing was open. All right, I'll talk about my comfort zone before I can even get into this story. But my comfort zone was not like just being on go mode. And then not getting into what i really needed not tuning into that part of me that was like knock knock bitch you probably got something to deal with i come from home so <laughs> let's just let's just keep going what do you need to stop for this feels good getting caught up in that one polarized part of it and then crashing so like just being polarized just being dragged back and forth and not getting in to know internally, well, how do you really feel about this? Because now you're addicted to the high of these things. And I didn't know how to just be like, well, maybe you really don't like that. Or maybe this is the truth of the situation. You're not seeing things clearly because you're always on go mode. We need to stop. <laughs> because I was like, there was nothing in my family. Like My mother worked crazy hours my father worked so i never saw like rest being a priority rest was something that was you don't think about there's no time to rest what the fuck what you need to rest for what is all this getting to know yourself things <laughs> like so i was saying that, that at yes. first for a real super long time like i didn't know how to really tune into myself and just really get to know this part of myself that i was ignoring all those times and they caught up eventually because mm-hmm. I'm under the guise like your bad parts really run your life, not the good parts of you, until you get to the point where you can deal with the ne- those negative aspects that really rule a part of your life. Like what well, part of me that said that like, you know, things can come when they come, you gotta be patient, not when you think a thing could come. Having that flexibility was something that I had to learn to get comfortable with. I didn't have a lot of flexibility, really.
3: Oh, I'm an age yeah, I. it's it's sometimes frustrating it's like well shit I done worked over a month on this one deal and blah 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 I'm like the guy's like yeah. and right. tell when I say it's gonna
0: come I matter of fact
3: you didn't be working on other shit yeah I so, started with <laughs> the affirmation
0: I found yeah. one that says patience is action so I repeat that to myself when I'm feeling a tad patience. bit fucking action. frustrated. Yeah. Patience, Patience is action. Okay, because you're actually doing something. You're I being patient. I'm, they
3: don't put that on my phone. So I need to be reminded
0: of that. Yeah, like, I got a whole little affirmation list of just what rest means to me. Getting to those parts so I'm not just continuously going, trying to ignore bigger fucking problems. That was my comfort zone. Ignoring, <laughs> ignoring shit and then not want to do with, like, being in la, not, not La La Land but you already know how bubbly I am mm-hmm. and how I'm just like <laughs> what are these feeling things I not want to do that but anyway so back to the East Coast story about how don't shit just be going on like when I'm ready to work out, I'm ready to, like, once I finally get out of like, it takes me forever to get out of bed, but once I finally get over that part, I go. <laughs> so after that, I'm gone. And when I decided to wake up at 7 in the morning to go work out, it wasn't nothing open because I zoomed out the house yeah. and I can't work out on an empty stomach. I'll get nauseous. Really? Now I'm looking for somewhere to eat and ain't shit open McDonald's. I'm like, I don't want to feed myself this garbage. <laughs> yeah, when I used to get up and up to work, yeah, I used to get up at the same time,
3: like, I used to try to get up at like six in the morning and I felt like when I do that, I come home, I really just wanna go to sleep. Mm -hmm. And even though I have to eat, I was like, I really just wanna go to sleep and I won't get up until noon. Like to me, I'm like, no, I can't. If I'm gonna work out, it has to be at like 10, 11, yeah, I was just waking
0: up at 7 in the morning and then staying in bed till like, 9. I'm like, is, am I supposed to be up? Because now I'm just, like, tuning in, like, should I get out of bed and start my day and get all of my me priorities out the way first? That way, by the time 9 o'clock can roll around, I'm ready to get other aspects of my day started. Because that's why I was like, maybe that's what's going on with my body. Maybe body is like, ma'am, I'll be up now. <laughs> and I'm just not listening I'd rather not, I'd rather just scroll here. Nine o'clock come around, shit is open, where I can eat a semi-healthy meal. That's a bad
1: on my part. I shouldn't be eating out every day, but I do. See, now nah, I like if it was on the west coast, I'd get up at six o'clock in the morning. Mhm. Oh, so it's
0: just different
1: here. Just there's nothing. There's nothing happening.
0: open. Yeah, it's like this yeah, weird sure. dead space
1: between Between 6 a.m. and 9 o'clock. You have to go to the diners or something. And, I mean, it's not even to eat. For me, there's literally no content produced. It's like the whole world stopped. Yeah, (laughs) everything stopped, and now you need a three-hour lead time to get up to, all right, there's things for me to watch, there's Mm -hmm. stuff to get into and, like, really get into the day going. Cause I'm not going to listen to like talk time radio and anything like that because that's chopped full of commercials. So I'm going to wait till you get chopped down and are actually without the commercials. But if you're in on the West coast, since it's three hours behind Mm
2: -hmm.
1: waking up at six, it's already nine out here. Yes, I can immediately start working. And so I love that. And I still don't go to sleep until about two o'clock in the morning.
0: You and I be up like, and then the world be like, sit down.
1: Yeah, no, you I sit do down You'd nice <laughs> be like, God
2: damn
1: one thirty to if I go to sleep on one thirty, probably well if I lay down by one thirty, you know, falling asleep probably at like two. I can get up at six six thirty consistently every day. And not yeah. feel tired and be completely fine. I really only need about four hours of sleep. And that's how I know when I'm being too comfortable and I'm just lazy and it's like, all right, you're getting an absorbent amount of sleep, your sleep hours are this late three p three a m three thirty, and then you're not wanting to get out the bed and it, you have things to do. And so you, uh, while well, I recognize that going to sleep at three thirty four and getting up at seven doesn't sound appealing to
2: you,
3: See, look, <laughs> get my- your
2: ass up, nigga. I'm <laughs> my acid, no. I
3: need to. I need my six to eight hours of sleep. Cause if I'm not. Katrina don't get her six to eight hours of sleep, Katrina is mad for the rest of
1: the day. If I get more than six hours of sleep, I find it really hard to get out of the bed. Yeah. I don't want to wake up. I just want to lay there and just continue to sleep. And so then I'll cut alarms off and be like, well, I'm gonna have no alarms for the rest of the day. And then I wake up at noon, like, fuck. You woke <laughs> up at eight and decided no alarms. And now it's noon. Look at you, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> So yeah, no. That's the
0: bad part. Like, why are you beating yourself up for rest? Nigga, that's
1: wild. Because it's unneeded. It's not like I was really tired. It was just like, I just get into more rest. Like, yeah, I'm not getting out the bed. And mm. it's only when I get extra amounts of sleep. And then I'd be like, ah, more sleep. And more and more and more. And like, that's not what we do. You can't just be obsessive about sleep. Because <laughs> I have an obsessive personality. So once I enjoy something, I'm like, because I don't hate sleep. I just think it's... Relatively useless really? if you want to be productive, can't sleep and be productive.
0: Those things don't go, they,
1: either? they don't, so right. I mean, if I want to be productive, <laughs> sleeping is a pretty useless uh tool <laughs> until it's nighttime and it might four hours, five hours come and There it is, <laughs> but yeah. You guys gotta stop that toxic positivity.
3: Oh, yes, please do. Be I'm happy. exhausted. <laughs> Bitch if you can do it
1: I can do it Shut up <laughs> <laughs> I think there should be A demotivational speaker If you can't do it
3: today
1: Don't do it Someone that just is online And like Punk The ass. opposite of a motivational speaker Chewing gum <laughs>
2: Yeah <laughs> Just <laughs> Just sit, sit your ass on the you
1: couch do shit. Don't do nothing do do We, we chilling. Don't put We're that in no, Cut on that, that shit day. off Stop Close that book. What the fuck is you doing? Why is you reading? Take that right
3: there. Take that asset. Take
1: that extra hit. Tony, you don't need to get out of bed right now. Not at all. Yeah, a very twelve o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I think people that have toxic positivity need a motivational speaker (laughs) to help them out. Hey, do you find it hard to get rest and stay at home? Do you always feel like you're on the go, but you would like not to be? We have the answer. The demotivational speaker, you know what, and would, you can get access to all of their speeches
3: probably, for
1: one price <laughs> of nineteen ninety nine monthly. That
3: probably blow up on Instagram or Facebook. You feel like a demotivator. Speaker. If you just became a demotivator,
1: I mean, I think it's a good idea. I just have no desire to like put my energy into it. I yeah. I, I give good ideas to the universe all the time that I don't have, no, have no idea. No desire to be you. I don't have as to put that on in my um,
0: Instagram as us three. bio. It's I'm a demotivational speaker. <laughs> Check out the link below. You're
3: yeah. not as lazy as us three. When it comes to social media, please, please do a demotivation video and content. <laughs> I will laugh at that.
0: Y'all better...
1: A whole channel. Just a yeah, whole page It's dedicated
0: that. demotivation.
3: We can
1: talk in free game.
0: Here on Conscious Reconstruction. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to see nobody not chasing that bag. Yeah.
1: Not at all. But other than that, we <laughs> will... It's
0: too exhausting. I'm telling you. it, it is.
3: I am fucking exhausted. Yeah. Like, every time somebody says no, they don't want to sell, I get a, seriously upset. I said, seriously, saying, I'd just be like, why not? Your house is she trash. You sell it already. You owe like $30,000. <laughs> what the do fuck are you hanging
1: yeah, on it to? She's crazy on the money. Ain't
3: gonna get shit at auction anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to sell. Well,
1: she's hostile, so we're leaving. <laughs> 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 this is been Conscious Reconstrategic. No, let me
3: keep going. Don't stop out of
1: here. Make sure you like share subscribe or dislike i am not biased just you know get us out there engagement but yeah make sure you follow us it's ash and trina is still going off in the background and we're out of here. <laughs>